The National Party is refusing to release its full tax policy modelling, which most economists are claiming will leave a half a billion dollar shortfall. The concerns centre on the proposed foreign home buyers tax, which National is relying on to raise $740 million a year. But using real estate data from CoreLogic, the economists have calculated that revenue will fall short by some 60 to 70 per cent. Former Reserve Bank economist Michael Riddell is one of those economists and told Corin Dan on Morning Report National needs to show its workings. If the numbers are as robust as they claim, it would seem perfectly easy to make them available or put out an informed surrogate who could explain um, you know, why they were right and why we're wrong. Well, let's dig into that because they have responded. So what, first of all, just for the layperson here, what exactly has... An, in essence, has National got wrong here? Have they underestimated or overestimated the uh, willingness of foreign buyers to come flooding back in? I mean, they've overestimated as a bottom line the number of sales that are likely to occur to non-Australian, non-Singaporean buyers at that price point of over $2 million. The National Party's deputy leader and finance spokesperson, Nicola Willis, completely rejects that idea. Obviously, different economists will take different views, but we think the assumptions these particular economists have made are wrong. We're confident in the modelling that we have done. Our assumptions have been assessed by Castalia Economic Advisors. They agree with our assessment, uh, and we reject the analysis uh, that has been published today. Okay, so who else is backing Castalia? Uh, Well, I know that uh, Brad Olson has said that he thinks that our estimates are plausible uh, and I know that there are a number of other economists who share our view that taxing foreign buyers uh, is a good thing to do. I want to give you some information uh, about what our uh, costings are based on. I mean, you've got plausible from Brad Olson, but then you've got other people saying it's almost beyond comprehension. Well, I think they're wrong, and let me tell you why. The first reason is that we've looked at how many homes sold prior to the ban getting in place, and that was conservatively around 4,000 being sold to foreign buyers. Our costings require fewer than half as many homes as used to sell to foreigners to sell in order for our plan to stack up. We think that's pretty conservative. The second thing is that the assumption by the people trying to undermine this policy is that the market for homes over $2 million will be the same once the ban is lifted as it is today. And we just don't think that's plausible because we think that once foreign buyers are able to buy homes here, uh, you will see a lot more transactions at the luxury end of the market. They're basing it on on 2017 figures, though, and, and they still can't get even close to the numbers that the National Party is putting forward. Well, I can't explain their costings, but what I can give you... Can you explain yours then? Show us us the workings. I can, Charlotte. So uh, let me take you through the workings again. Prior to the ban being in place, around 4,000 homes each year in New Zealand were sold to foreign buyers. For our plan to work, fewer than half as many homes need to sell as used to. So what their assumption is is that we will not be able to sell homes in future as we were in the past. We think that's an incredibly pessimistic view. We think it's far more plausible that sales to foreign buyers will return to the previous levels and the previous trends. We think that's a more accurate way. The second uh, wrong assumption that these economists have made is that they can judge the market for luxury homes in future without the ban 
by what's happening today. And we think that's wrong. We think it's actually far more likely that that market uh, will include uh, more transactions of $10, $20 million homes because there are foreign buyers. Have you taken into account that the fact that a tax might actually put off some buyers like it did in British Columbia and Ontario and Canada? Yes, we have taken that into account and that's why we've assumed that far fewer homes will sell than was previously the case before the ban was put on. Uh, But we also think that there will be demand for these homes despite the tax. There are so many ways to skin a cat here when it comes to numbers and the economy and, and various economists' points. Are you just willing to put this methodology on paper and let everyone have at it and that would clear up this idea that there is quite a large fiscal hole here? Look, I just reject that. Um, people are having at it. We have been... Well, they're not. They're, they're getting something that is vastly different to what you are. Without that on paper, how, how is anyone to trust that this is accurate? Well, we have put it on paper, Charlotte. Let me go through what we've done to be transparent with New Zealanders. You've put it on paper, but not in a way that any other economist can come up with the same number. Well, what we've put on paper is our assumptions. We have put our costings on paper. We have reviewed the advice we received from external economic advisors who agree that our assumptions are reasonable. We've also fully released our legal advice that backed up our plan. Uh, and we've been very transparent about the methodology and approach that we've taken. It if you're being transparent, new. why don't you it go the full new. way? It is not new for economists to have different views on the effect that policies will have and the costs that policies will have. But a shortfall of half a billion dollars. Well, we disagree with that. We think they are wrong. We think that their modelling is flawed, that it makes false assumptions, and we stand by our modelling. So can you put it on paper and and release it? As I said, Charlotte, we have put it on paper, and what you're asking me to do is release Excel spreadsheets. No political party that I'm aware of does that, and I'm not going to be the politician that starts. It would be a nice way to clear up the whole rumour. Well, I think we have cleared it up by being very transparent about the methodology that we have used, very open, and look, throughout our tax policy, we have been conservative. Our external reviewers have said that in some cases uh, they think, for example, that we will have um, greater um, savings than we have estimated. Uh, We've also ensured that in the first year of our tax policy, uh, we will take in $600 million more in revenue and savings than are needed to fund the tax policy. We've put this together extremely carefully. We stand by our costings. We will be delivering tax reduction to working people, and that's what this is really all about. In the end, this is all modelling, and if things do fall short, will you have to borrow to make up for it? Or where, where else could you make cuts if you get into government? We won't be borrowing for our tax plan and we are confident that we can deliver it in the form that we have announced. Just to be clear, granted there, there might be some increased demand from foreign buyers in the, in the first year, any economist will give you that, but, but it might not happen enough to bridge the gap for the next three or four years that your tax plan is intending for it to. Well, we're confident that foreign buyers 
uh, once given the opportunity to return to buying homes in New Zealand, will want to do that into the future, uh, that there will be more transactions that will take place in that luxury part of the market. And that's borne out by what's been happening in other parts of the world. And it's borne out by New Zealand's previous experience prior to the ban being put in place. Hearing a lot of you and uh, Christopher Luxon both saying that you're extremely confident in this plan, rock solid are the words, where does that confidence and that, that rock-solid attitude come from? It comes from the fact that we've looked carefully at this, that we've gone and studied what happened prior to the ban being put in place, that we've judged that the estimates are conservative. It comes from the fact that we had external reviewers look over this in detail. It comes from the fact that they're comfortable in our assumptions. It comes from the fact that we know that there are at least 97,000 homes worth over $2 million in New Zealand, and there would have to be fewer than 2% of those transacting uh, for this tax to work. So we um, have every basis to be confident about this. Well, if you'd like to share the Excel spreadsheet with me, we'd love to have it. (laughs) No, I'm not going to be doing that. But as I say, I've made myself available to be very transparent about the basis on which we've come towards our costings, and we're confident about them. The National Party's Deputy Leader and Finance Spokesperson, Nicola Willis, said that the Principal Economist at Infometrics, Brad Olson, says National's policy is plausible. So he asked Mr Olson to respond. In my mind, you can still uh, make the National Party's tax policy workings uh, make numerical sense. You just have to assume a much larger uh, proportion of foreign buyers buy more expensive $2 million plus properties. That's possible, but there isn't any evidence, and certainly that hasn't been uh, directly communicated by anyone as part of the modelling of these figures. And so when you look through the modelling that's been provided by some economists today, you look at uh, the notes that the National Party's provided on their tax plan, the figures that the economists have put out today uh, certainly seem to be a, a realistic uh, representation of the revenue that could be collected. Um, the National Party's figures are also possible, but require, like I say, that expectation of a much larger proportion of foreign buyers buying foreign po- property. We just don't have any direct evidence of if that happens. So it's kind of made up? Well, everyone's always got different assumptions uh, that they make. I, I would assume that the National Party has expected that there is a high proportion uh, of foreign buyers that buy more expensive properties. That's not directly and explicitly laid out anywhere, but there have been murmurings of that in some of the conversations and interviews that have been provided publicly. That's Brad Olson, the Principal Economist at Infometrics, and there will be a longer version of that interview with Nationals Deputy Leader Nicola Willis up on the website shortly, rnz.co.nz slash midday report.